What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. is up everybody welcome back to tea with publicity i am in studio back video audio everything so if you want to watch on youtube or just listen on audio you have both options um we're going to be doing in studio more frequently now i know you know I'm not going to make excuses. You know what the situation's been. But I am really excited to talk to you guys. Today's going to be a solo episode. I have a guest booked for next week's episode and the following episodes. But this week, I wanted to come on here, follow up. I know the last time we talked, I was telling you guys about Abiza Boy, about the guy that I went on the three-day date with. So you're going to be getting updates on all of that today. Um, We're also going to be spilling the tea because there's a lot going on in pop culture. I want to discuss... Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner potentially getting divorced. Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, they were all over each other. PDA, we need to discuss that as well. There's some shows I've been watching. I'm also going to be doing Ask Alyssa, where I give you guys some advice. A bunch of you wrote in, so thank you. Um, Definitely keep that coming because I love to see it. And um, what else? Yeah, we'll catch up with me and then we'll just get into it all. I also am in studio um, in West Hollywood because my at-home studio, I'm basically turning into an office for the next two months. Um, I am launching, as you guys know, a product, which I've been kind of discreet about, but I'm going to be having like packages and boxing and all of these items and all of this stuff and I don't want it in my common space. So I'm going to kind of push all my studio furniture to the side, create a little factory if you will in my apartment so I will be recording in here and then when I'm in New York I'll be recording in Macy's or renting a studio in New York because I am going in a few weeks so that's why things look a little differently although this curtain behind me does kind of look like the curtain from my house so you could just pretend I'm home. Um, Before we jump into this episode though I do want to remind you guys that today's episode is sponsored by Macy's and I'm sure you're all really hyped for sweater weather. I know I am even here in LA. I still dress like it's fall. It's just a thing that we do to feel included even though the weather it's like 90 degrees out right now. But Macy's has all of the latest trends for fall like textured black looks, bold Bordeaux shades and natural inspired patterns. So you could check out Macy's.com slash own your style to get inspo for the new season. And best of all, it's totally free if you want to head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to work with one of their personal stylists to help dress you for fall. I mean, what a great free feature for them to be able to help you. I know some of us like don't really know how to pair things together or whatever it may be. Um, So just a reminder there for you guys. Again, it's Macy's.com slash own your style. And if you want to look into a free personal stylist, it's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. Okay, let's do my little personal life update. So okay, Abiza guy, Abitha, Abitha man. Um, where do I even begin? So he was like, you know, messaging me, messaging me, and I was trying to end things with him, and he was not really having it. And then the last we chatted, oh, man, it's a lot. Oh, I blocked him on Instagram. 
This is savage. I blocked him on Instagram because my promo for my last episode was coming out where I talked about him having seven kids. And I was like, I don't want him to see this. Like, I feel rude. I'm going to block him. Keep in mind, like, he's not even a social media guy, but I'm like, he won't notice. He texted me and he's like, you took me off Instagram, babe. And I said, just for a little, sometimes I don't like people seeing the stuff I talk about. He said, I won't ever comment on there. Thought you were going to block me and everything. So glad I haven't, you haven't blocked my number. I'd be gutted, babe, really would. So I'm like, oh my God. So I was like, oh, sorry, ha, ha, ha. He's like, understand, I'm just glad you haven't blocked my number again, British. I'd be mega gutted if you stopped talking to me, babe. Like I said, I really like you and I will definitely see you again someday. So I, this is where I'm like, this is my chance. I was like, look, like I don't really realistically think that's going to happen. And he's like, it will, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, just so you know, like I'm dating. Like I don't think I'll see you again. And then he sent me a whole paragraph. And then he texted me the next morning being like, how are you? And I never answered. And now I've never heard from him again. So I think he got the hint. Part of me feels guilty because part of me feels like, oh, he definitely used a friend's Instagram and saw that I talked about him. And then I feel bad because like he was a nice guy. But let's face it, a vacation like makeout stays a vacation makeout. Like that's what it was. You know, like you got to leave that in Spain. So that was over. Um, also, last we talked, I just had come off a three-day date. And um, yeah, I have updates. So I kind of want a nickname for him because I feel like we're going to be talking about him. And I've been thinking about a nickname. And like, it can't be something with his profession because I want to keep that private. It can't be something with his name. And the only thing I could think of is the word I keep using to describe him is earnest. So we're going to call him Ernie. So Ernie and I, um, we had that three-day date. And was this the weekend of the hurricane or was that the following weekend? Um, I think that was the weekend of the hurricane in LA. So the first weekend that we hung out was the weekend of the hurricane. We were together Friday, Saturday, Sunday into Monday. Then the next weekend basically because of his job and what he's pursuing we can't really hang out during the week because he's very 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 busy so um we hang out on weekends so then the following weekend we hung out again friday saturday sunday oh my god okay it's all coming back to me so friday he came over i made dinner saturday we went to a pool party and he met some of my friends and then we went to malibu and it was really cute. We like had dinner and drinks, whatever, sunset. And then Sunday we went, I think I drove him home because he met me at the party. So he didn't have a car. And then we went out to breakfast near his apartment. And then that takes us to this last weekend. Same thing, Friday he came over, I cooked us dinner. That's kind of like our thing now. And then, oh, Saturday we went to this movie with my friends. Um, in this like cemetery in LA, which sounds so creepy, but it was like beautiful. It's the one where Stassi Schroeder got engaged. And you like sit and you buy tickets and we watch The Devil Wears Prada. It was so cute. Um, so yeah, I'm still seeing him like crazy. Um, I feel like we're gonna just continue to see how things are going. Um, he's really sweet. He's really nice. I think it's so weird how like the second you start like kind of dating someone everyone from your woodwork resurfaces like 
I just said everyone from your woodwork, everyone from the woodwork resurfaces because I've been getting on Snapchat a lot because I'm part of their like Snap program. So I'm like posting on Snapchat again. And the reason why I de- like deleted Snapchat in the beginning was because it was just a place for like old guys from my past to resurface. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Turns out they're still on there. So like I have some of them messaging me. I have like this guy that I met in a bar like literally three years ago replying to my Instagram stories being like soft launch question mark. I'm like, what is going on? Like I haven't even posted anything about um, what am I calling him? Ernie. I haven't even posted anything about Ernie like on my Instagram a little bit on Snapchat. And people are somehow picking up on it already. I'm like, this is crazy. But it's all good. Um, we did meet on Hinge. I told you guys when I was in Europe, I started swiping. And you know I had that that like dating person on my podcast who talked about like, here's what you should and shouldn't do on Hinge. Like here's how you should make your profile so you could attract more people, yada, yada. Scrap everything. No shade to her. Loved her advice. But I think I cracked the code. And I'm going to tell you what, what the code is. The way you attract people in life on Hinge in real life, everything, period, is energy. And what I was doing basically when I was in Europe was taking really natural photos of me smiling and happy and just like really truly in my element. And I went to my hinge and I deleted all my stuffy pictures of me at events, like in suits, like with this like masculine girl boss energy. And I put up all these pictures of me like happy and flirty and fun in my feminine energy matched with so many people and what do you know I'm like dating someone basically I mean it's nothing official but you know what I mean we are seeing each other so my point is you need to be in your feminine energy to date and you need to like give off those vibes I think my profile before was really like almost standoffish it was kind of giving like I will sue you vibes and now it's giving like yay fun vacation and I'm not saying to like dumb yourself down or make yourself look like less of a businesswoman or whatever all I'm saying is when you're in your like flirty energy I think it's attractive and appealing so my tip would be to take pictures in a moment where you're truly happy and then update your profile with those pictures and stop trying to look so serious and and just like be yourself um The other thing that I kind of ran into, like, I don't really feel this way now because I've, like, sussed out the situation enough. But when we first started talking, he would, like, give me a compliment and I'd be like, am I being love bombed? And I'm not, by the way, at all. He's, like, just very normally nice. But because I'm, I have so much, like, trauma from people coming on so strong, like, even this Ibiza guy being like, I love you. I'm going to marry you. You're the love of my life. Like, blah, blah, blah. Now, when someone's like genuinely nice, I'm confused. I'm like, wait, so are you nice or do you want something from me? Or are you a narcissist or are you using me? So it's kind of hard to decipher these signs when you feel like you've been sent such contradictory signs in dating. Um, But I think all in all, you just always have to go off your gut. And like, that's always where I rest on just knowing in my gut I'm like this is fine this is a nice person I feel good about it in my gut and like turns out I'm right but it is confusing when we've all been just like fed this bullshit for so long um so I'm with you if you are also confused at reading signs um but 
I don't know. He's really sweet. He's very nice, very caring. Um, that's all I'm going to say because I don't know. Again, like I said, it's nothing official. We've been dating a few weeks, but I feel good about where things are going. So we shall see. Um, also, I'm a psycho in dating, I realized, because like I'm so upfront that I have a hard time. I'll talk to someone else and they'll be like, yeah, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and like I don't know where he's at. And I'll be like, what do you mean you don't know where he's at? Like, you didn't ask him? They're like, what do you mean? I, I can't bring that up. I'm like, oh, so I'm the odd one because I'm on the first date being like, so where do you see yourself? So do you like me? Do you like X, Y, Z? Like, I am so forthcoming that I have a hard time understanding when people have been dating for like two years and still haven't talked about certain topics because I can't control myself. Like, I don't do surface level conversation. It's like everything is so like deep and it's just because I like knowing about people and like like knowing what makes them tick and stuff and I just realized though that I'm like a psycho because our second date I was like (laughs) so does anyone in your life know about me and he was like slow your roll which I thought was like funny because he put me in my place (laughs) he was like slow your roll like in due time and I was like okay, you're right. But I'm just a psycho. Like, I just need to know these things. And I think over communicating is good. And I think like I'm at the point in my life where I'm not playing games. So I'm just going to be myself. And hopefully someone likes me for me. Um, So that's another thing that I've kind of picked up on. But other than that, um, I have been just really, 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 really busy launching this brand. I mean, you guys, I'm down to the wire. I gave myself like an expectation of like when I want to launch and I am working. I mean, I'm working on a quick turnaround time right now. Like things are crazy. I hired an entire PR team. I hired a social media person. I have I my apartments overflowing. I hired a photographer, a booked a location to do the marketing shoot. I think the one thing about me and this brand is that I'm doing everything um, myself. I didn't outsource until the end for people to help me execute. But in terms of creating the product and creating the brand, every single thing has come from me. I came up with the concept. I came up with the entire marketing rollout plan. I came up with all of the messaging. So everything you're reading on the packaging, everything you're reading on social media, I wrote it all. I wrote the website, the our story about the this, the that. Like I didn't hire copywriters for it. I did it literally all myself. Um, and even like the photo shoot, like and the marketing. I did the mood boards and the creative, and I sketched out video talking points and photo talking points. I've started to do wardrobe. I've done hair, makeup. I've done everything I've sourced I have a 150 page document of everything I've done and then now at the 11th hour I've hired professionals to come in and execute because day of these things I can't be doing it all but what I love so much about this brand is that it's like literally all me like all me and um it's exciting because I believe in it. I really believe in it. And I really believe in what I'm doing. And I think it's so fun. I think it's never been done before. I think it's really cute. But it's like crazy because it's coming to life. I'm self-funding it. I'm over budget by double. Like I'm just so out of control. At this point, 
I feel like it's like when people are planning a wedding and they're like, ah, at this point, we're so over budget. You might as well just keep tacking on more money. Like, that's how I'm feeling at this point. Like, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I want this to be successful. I'm going to invest and I'm just going to do it. And I'm going big. And I'm just like up against such a tight timeline. So just pray for me that we get it all done. I know we will. I have faith. But that's basically what's happening right now. So keep your eyes peeled. I will be rolling out some stuff on social media. I'll start dropping some hints. And it's not going to be long, like really not long. I'm talking under two months if all goes well. So thank you guys for sticking through all of this with me. It's truly the biggest undertaking of anything I've ever done. Like I've trademarked five things. I've gotten permits. I've done everything. Um, So yeah, I feel really good about it. But um, let's get into Ask Alyssa. And then after Ask Alyssa, we will spill the tea. So I had you guys write in and ask me some questions that you needed advice on. And here's my advice. I'm not a professional, but I'm going to do my best to give you guys some advice as someone that's been through some of these things. So this person said, ask Alyssa, I'm a new aunt who lives on the East Coast and my new niece lives in the Midwest. How do you stay connected to your nephew? Would love any and all tips and tricks. Um, Okay. I love this one because I'm obsessed with my nephew. He's my son. Um, We FaceTime every single day at 3 p.m. Pacific time. So 6 p.m. Eastern time. So we have like a standing daily FaceTime. It's kind of like an unspoken thing. It's not like me and my sister were like at 3 p.m. we FaceTime. It just happens like she's off of work at that time. He's like just about to eat dinner or like whatever it is. And every single day we FaceTime at that time. And because of that, he knows me. And like we're so thankful for technology because he he like says a few words here and there. And one thing that he says, he always goes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I'm like, where did he get that from? And my sister's like, you, you dumbass. Like, he got that from you. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, because you always say when he shows you stuff, you say, oh, wow, Callan. Oh, wow. So, like, he's even learning from me through the phone. It's so cute. And, like, he'll be eating his food and I'll say, could I have some? And he'll try to share it through the phone with me. And I'll say, blow me a kiss. And he'll, he'll go, and he'll blow me little kisses. So, like, you could stay so connected through technology. So my recommendation to you would be maybe not every single day because I know that's excessive, but get a standing like weekly FaceTime or something on the calendar. And I promise you those kids, the kid, they will know you. And um, it's really, it's really special because even when I see him like in person, he knows me and it's so cute. Um, Okay. This person said, ask Alyssa my best friend is engaged and I am so over the moon happy for her and I love her fiance I'm having the best time being a part of the wedding planning and I always love hanging out with the two of them even if it means I'm third wheeling as someone who's single though I can't help but feel so jealous I think I keep my feelings of jealousy pretty hidden but sometimes I feel scared I'm being a shitty friend it's so hard for me to hang out with them even though I love them both so much because I can't help but think about how I do not have my own person to love how could I calm the fuck down I think this is super relatable. Um, I think we all, I've been in this situation. Um, I think what you're describing isn't jealousy, it's envy. Like 
you're not jealous because you're happy for them. You're envious because you want that too. And I think that that's okay. And I think, honestly, I'd just be vulnerable with your friends. Like, if this is your best friend, I think you should tell her. Be like, I am so happy for you guys. And like, I never want you to not tell me anything. Like, I'm obsessed with your relationship. I love being included. But I just can't wait until I can meet my own person so we could do these things together and we could double date. And I just like, I, you guys are such an example of what I want. And I think that's what I always try to do. Like, being single, just like looking at my friends that are in healthy relationships and looking at my sister, my parents, instead of being like, wow, they have what I don't, I look at it being like, wow, that's such an example of the kind of relationship that I want to mimic. Or sometimes if it's a bad relationship, you look at it being like, oh, that's what I don't want. So you take things from every relationship in your life and every friendship. And I think that just being vulnerable Obviously, you don't want to create a place where your friend feels uncomfortable to tell you things if she thinks that you're jealous. So that's why I would just approach it from a way of being like, you guys are such an example to me of like what I'm longing for and make her feel super comfortable about it. But just be open and honest. And honestly, like you're allowed to feel that way. It's okay. Like it it isn't easy to be a part of these things. And especially when your friends get into that stage where they're planning weddings and this and that, it's all they talk about. So I get it. I feel for you. I think a lot of people are in your shoes. And I hope that you could just be honest. And I think you guys will figure it out. You sound like a good friend. So this person said, hey, Alyssa, I love your realness. Here's my question. I've been single for nine months after a shitty relationship where he was a yes man. You know those that say yes to everything but don't mean it. So the relationship got three and a half years real. I'm 33, by the way. So that means we talked about kids, marriage, future goals, etc. He said yes to everything. He left. Here I am with zero tolerance to BS and so not into dating. What do I do? So I said, to clarify, he said yes to wanting all of those things, but then wound up leaving anyway. She said, yes. He said yes to absolutely everything. Kids, yes. I had two procedures because I wasn't getting pregnant and I have endometriosis. He was on board. A home, yes. We searched to move out, but he never liked anything. A business, yes. I was scouting my second restaurant location. He was willing to become my business partner. So basically this guy was yesing her to death, telling her he wanted all the same things as her, and then wound up leaving. I think there's two sides to this. There's like the woman scorned where I'm like, fuck him. He's a loser. And then there's the other part of me that's realistic that's like, okay, he left. That's not your person. And like, do you want to be with someone that's all talk and like all bark and no bite? So it goes two ways. First, I want to acknowledge your feelings. I think that I feel for you. That's so fucking shitty. I'm 32. I understand like the biological clock is ticking. We feel this immense amount of pressure. It is very scary. It's very real. I want to acknowledge that that is like really I understand and I see you. I think it's so unfair that he like promised all these things to you. But I also think he's clearly not your guy. Like had you moved in with him and married him and done all these things and then realized you're with the wrong person, you'd be... 40 and divorced instead of 33 and single so maybe let's like reframe this and look at this as like a new clean slate I'm a big actions person I'm a talk is cheap person like I really really don't love talk like mean what you say and no wait what's the saying say what you mean and mean what you say like 
show up for me and maybe now that's something you could look for in future relationships like if someone out the gate is promising you the world but their actions aren't matching up to it it's like well there you go um so I think that I just think it I think everything like this is always a blessing in disguise and maybe this happened um to save you from wasting more time with this person that's never going to give you what you truly want and in terms of dating I think that I know you're scared to go back out there and date give yourself time to heal but then get back out there because you know it is what it is like this isn't your person and you'll find the person that is and like everything happens in due time and um I'm just sorry that this did happen to you I'm sorry that he dragged you along and is a yes person but I think that you will be stronger for it. Like you're not going to fall for this bullshit anymore. So I hope that it makes you stronger and I hope that you learn from it. And um, it just means that that's not your guy. This person said, ask Alyssa, I am struggling with motivation to up the ante for my business to make some real money. I know I'm capable of making money with my ideas. How could I execute my goals this year without overwhelming myself? Sorry, how could I execute my goals this year without overwhelming myself or shying away with the steps it'll take to get there? I think we're all, I think we all fall victim to this of, feeling like we're capable of really big things and then not always carrying out the plan. Um, I think I'm an idea person and I'm an execution person, but even I sometimes have ideas and don't follow through. I think, I've said this before, I think there's a difference between like a doer and a dreamer. Like you could like dream of all these things, but not be a doer and like they just never get done. Or you could be a doer and just do stuff it fails you keep on moving you do stuff it fails you keep on moving I think that there you need to find that like balance in between it's kind of like manifesting it's like manifesting only works if you see the idea envision it but then do the tangible steps to actually make it become a reality so right now it's like you have these ideas and it's great and you're thinking up all these things but like now you need to execute so you need to just kind of go for it I always believe in just like like jumping fully into something and learning as you go like right now I'm building a website I don't know how to build a website I'm building it and then I reach out to people and be like help what do I do and I figure it out as I go or I want to launch a podcast let's say you buy the equipment the first time you do the audio maybe it's not great but then the second time it's better like you just need to give yourself those you need to just try and you learn as you go you can't be a perfectionist I think I see a lot of people that want to start businesses or new ideas say I will do it when xyz is lined up I will create a website I will create this I will create a product then I will launch it it's like just start doing it so everything that I've ever been successful with in my life I just did it I bought the domain name right then and there on the spot I contacted whoever I needed to contact I think it's just like taking that plunge and once you start doing your research and starting it then the ball will continue to roll like even me coming out with this new product I didn't know how to create a product from scratch like I literally had no idea and it just over time like you just keep researching you watch YouTube videos you 
you start one thing, you ask someone a question, they lead you to another. Then you ask those people a question, then it leads you to another. And then before you know it, you have a tangible thing. So my advice to you is to just go for it and start it and learn as you go and know that mistakes are going to happen and it's going to take a lot of time and research and mental capacity, but you could do it. I hope that helps. Okay, last ask Alyssa and then we will spill the tea. This person said, hey Alyssa, how do I break up with someone that's acting like a friend that has no idea that you know they've been talking awfully about you to mutual friends. I already did the breakup, but advice on how to move on. By the way, this was a bridesmaid of mine literally less than five months ago, basically talking shit to other bridesmaids and befriending my friends from totally other circles. So this person's asking about a friendship breakup. They basically already did the friendship breakup, but now they're asking how to move on. Um, I've had probably like... I've had like, I think I've had like three friendship breakups in my life. And I've had like three friendship breakups in my life. And none of them are easy. I'm not going to lie because you almost have to mourn that person like a death. It's like, oh, this person that I relied on and I talked to all the time like is no longer there for me. And it's really hard. Um, I honestly like this isn't maybe the best advice but I think time time heals all if this person's befriending your other friends I think that people's true colors always show so if they're a bad person your other friends might be duped for now but they won't be for long just know that in a year's time they're going to be running to you saying oh my god I should have listened to you that person's such a bad friend blah 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 I would just sit back relax let them self-destruct if that's what they may be doing and just know the reasons why you're no longer friends and you just have to let time happen because over time you become less angry they become less angry you can maybe be mutuals or more cordial or you just you don't hurt as much over time it's like a breakup so really the only thing here to do is kind of just like wait and see and again I'm sorry that might not be the best advice but that's what's helped me with those situations when I've been in them. Okay, guys, let's spill the tea. So Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet were spotted at Beyonce together in the VIP booth. Um, Kim was there. Chloe was there. Kris Jenner. We had Zendaya and Tom Holland's like hottie, hottie, hotties. First of all, I feel like I have to come correct on a few things. I originally said that Timothy Chalamet couldn't handle Kylie Jenner's ass. I take back everything I ever said. Timothy could for sure handle that ass. I mean, did you see them, guys? Like, I'm shy just thinking about it. I must have rewatched that video of them, like, canoodling and kissing 45 times. Like, I, I think we're all in a chokehold from this video. I don't know. Something about it just, like, oozes sex appeal from both of them. Like, I never even was one of those girls that found him that attractive. And, like, I am... I ship. I'm. I'm on. I'm on the boat. Like I am. I am there. I am so into it. He's like grabbing her butt, and she's kissing him, and they like have this flirty energy between them, and they seem so happy. Like it. Like literally, I'm obsessed with them, and I have been obsessed with them. I forgot to tell you guys. I changed my mind. So when the news first broke, I was like, 
oh my God, she's too much woman for him, blah, blah, blah. I take back everything I said. I'm a hypocrite. Know this about me. Everything I say, I flip on. So just never, you know, like, just know I'm going to come around. If we don't have the same opinion, we will eventually because I come around to everything. So first of all, I'm obsessed with them. Second of all, I've been obsessed with them. I just haven't been posting about it. But like every few days I'm Googling like Timothy and Kylie, like where are they now? And the reason I haven't posted anything even on my Instagram stories is because there hasn't been that much concrete evidence. Like she had posted these pictures on Instagram at a lake and then he posted pictures on Instagram at a lake. And it's like, are they or aren't they? Like, are they together at the lake or are they not together? I think they were together at the lake. Then she was in Europe and then he was in Europe. And it's like, are they together in Europe? We don't know. Like there really hasn't been that much concrete evidence, but I've been following it closely. And then like her car's at his house. So it's like, we know they're together, but there wasn't any photographic evidence until last night. And now it's like, no, they're fully together. They're so hot together. Kylie looks beautiful. He like was doing it for me when he's never done it for me before. He was like smoking his cig. I'm just, I'm so into it, guys. I think that they are adorable together. I hope they go to the Met Gala together. Like, I'm, like, stamp my boarding pass because I am on that ship. Like, I I love it. Another celebrity couple that we need to talk about is Joe, Jonas, and Sophie Turner. So when the news broke that these two were getting divorced, I was, like, honestly shook because I feel like the Jonas brothers, one thing about those Jonah bros is that they love their wives and like they're godly men and they stand by their women. They all got married kind of young. They all have kids. Like I just, I look at them as like, those are loyal men. Not that like to get divorced means you're not loyal, but in my head, I'm like till death do us fucking part. Like they are in it for the long haul. So you assume their wives are that way as well. So then to hear that they may be getting divorced, I'm like, no, like something's not adding up here. Like this is weird. They're supposed to be together forever like we fully ship it they just had another baby like these two are end game like it's just not true and whenever there's smoke there's fire so like I always kind of believe the rumors but with this I was like no I I don't know why I just had like a visceral reaction to not believing it then it turns out later that night Joe Jonas is on stage at his concert performing wearing his ring who's in the crowd Sophie Turner okay sending a message to all of us like we're still together I don't know what it means. I don't know where the rumors came from that he was hiring divorce lawyers or this or that because, again, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. But I hope they work it out and I hope that they're happy and I want them to stay together forever. So I'm just so happy that she was seen there and I hope that we could just put these rumors to bed and that they could just go on their merry way because I really like them together. Um So I guess that rumor is kind of dispelled, but also maybe not. Like, I don't know. We will continue to see. Um, In terms of shows that I've been watching, I did just wrap up watching The Ultimatum on Netflix. I think The Ultimatum is such a good show. Like, I loved the queer love version. I love this new version. The one person we obviously need to speak about is Roxanne. Okay. Because like you guys hear me, the whole first half of this episode, I'm talking about like, I'm launching a business and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But guess what else I'm doing? I'm still seeing my friends and I'm still dating and I'm still being a normal functioning human. And I don't know who told Roxanne that to be a quote unquote girl boss, you need to only work and do nothing else and be little people around you for not wanting to work 30 hours a day. I know that's not a thing, but you know what I mean? 24 hours a day. Like, 
I feel like she needs a wake up call because I just want to take her by the shoulders and shake her and be like, there's more to life. Like, I get it. I'm a, I'm a boss bitch too. But I'm like, I want balance in my life. Like watching her was the most exhausting thing I've ever seen because it just felt so like, it felt like she was trying to shape Antonio into this person that he wasn't. And I wanted to reach through the, through the TV and grab Antonio and be like, she doesn't like who you are and she will only like you if you change. Therefore, you should leave her. And he was like willing to defend her to the death. And I'm like, bro, bro, get out. Get out. She only wants to be with like a rich guy who works all the time, which is fine. Listen, different strokes for different folks. Like I'm a Capricorn. I'm a work girl. But like time and place, time and fucking place. Like I think that you can't put your whole worth wrapped inside this job. Like it's just not going to get you anywhere in life. So not to be so hard on her, but like I just really could not resonate with that storyline at all as someone who loves to work. I was like, bro, you got to chill. Um, Ryan, is it Ryan or is it Ryan? Like, I feel like her name is different. Ryan and her partner. Oh my God, what was his name? I was DMing someone about him before. Um, Let me find this DM. He called him James. Okay, Ryan and James. I'm happy. I'm happy they ended up together because I think they both wanted that. But... I like to believe that had they made different choices in their lives, they would have never ended up together. Like, I feel like they come from that, like, old school, like, marry your high school sweetheart. But, like, had they moved out of their hometown, they would have lived completely different lives. James, like, being a closeted freak is just, like, shocking to me. Because, I don't know, you picture, like, the first person you have sex with or you lose your virginity to. It's, like, vanilla, right? Because, like, they don't know what they're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Like, you picture just, like, missionary, like, one done, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So I'm, like, these two are so fucking vanilla. Like, you know, there's no way that they're, like, doing anything crazy because they've only ever dated each other for seven years and they're high school sweethearts. They probably lost their virginity to each other here comes in James being like I know how to please a woman like I'm this I'm that I like kinky things I was like is this the same man like I was <laughs> I was so taken aback by this man um it just seemed so out of character I was like Mr. Wholesome is Mr. Closeted BDSM and it just shook and then it shook me for her because I was like get your sis like no wonder you're sticking around like at first I was confused because I'm picturing like she's like so nice and innocent and like so sweet and I'm like this girl's getting she's getting the treatment like I want to be respectfully but like the whole thing just really took me aback by that dynamic of him like I don't know like he comes across like this like hometown boy like salt of the earth and then he's got like these dark secrets in the closet so that was a really interesting dynamic. Part of me did really want Ryan and Trey to be together because I thought that they had like a cute little like flirty banter going on. Um, do I think they would have like realistically like ended up getting married? No, but I think they could have had some fun. But Ultimatum, great show. Love it. I still feel like Nick and Vanessa Lachey keep pushing the children narrative. Like you think they would have heard the feedback from Love is Blind and then like, we should probably stop asking people about babies. No, the ultimatum comes and they're like, so who's expecting? Or like, they just keep talking about children. I'm like, did you guys not hear the outcry from the last one? Like, sh- like 
stop. Stop. They're giving baby gifts. Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I, I am on the market for a new show and a new book. I feel like I've been in a slump. When I was on vacation, I read The Fourth Wing. Um, you guys know I was reading my fairy porn, which was A Court of Thorns and Roses, five books. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Can't recommend enough. Um, then I read The Fourth Wing, which is dragon porn. <laughs> amazing 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 now I need a new book so I need a new book and I need a new show because nothing is keeping my attention nothing is keeping me interested so I am open to recommendations and I really just wish there was like a show like One Tree Hill out there like I wish there was like a new teen like romance with 10 seasons I know that's wishful thinking. Um, But yeah, that's it for this week. A little quick one, but I am so excited to be back next week. I will be back with a guest. You'll probably recognize her from TikTok, but I'll keep it a secret from now. And we're going to be talking more about dating and so many other things. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow me on Instagram so you can stay up to date with my new product launch. And um, yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. I love you.